Last time on the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I have failed you. Wabbits. I have failed you. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. Wabbits. Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Flash. Evil. Well, then you are lost. It's our Wabbits. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. And now, the story's continue. <laughs> I want to call host. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. That, that's our uh, what's it called the, uh, the 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 hook for next week. Oh, <laughs> just to make sure people tune back in. <laughs> I'm too sniffly this week. I can't do it this week. Maybe later. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. Our uh, yeah, our um, our retention is very good. That's I've, we've never had a problem with retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's gross. It's, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. We keep the same audience. All right. Mm-hmm. So if you have been listening, you've probably been listening for a while. So that's good. Um, where am I going with this? This has just been a mess. Uh, <laughs> announcements. Uh, I. How about this? A combo. Have you gone through everyone in your uh, teaching thing? Uh, actually, I'm, uh, I was very proud to say that I was going to be done by the time of this podcast. There's one left. Um, literally just one one-hour session left with Heat Seeking Missile. It was a big mm-hmm. miscommunication, uh, unfortunately, and I think we're doing it tonight. <clears throat> but the so he sent so just for context i i asked all the replay homies uh to send me the replays and i guess he thought he was also a replay homie this was before he sent me the excel file of who was who um mm-hmm. and he thought he was a replay homie so i did his replay on stream and i was like there you go and he's and then out of nowhere he responds like uh, like five or six days later he's like okay cool he's like when are we doing the the playing part and i was like the what <laughs> and he's like the, <laughs> the, the, the playing part and i was like hello so that's when i asked for the excel sheet and i found out he was a one hour lad so um we yeah we've been trying to set that up he works a very busy schedule i work a very busy schedule so we're trying to find times but uh he said for tonight uh he told, he told me for seven but i don't know what time zone he's in so uh I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so i gotta figure that out um well, so, you yeah, know what in general Let's let's hit him with the uh, at. We're gonna do this live, all right? No, 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 no! Don't <laughs> no, do it! Don't no. do it! No, don't do that for the poor, poor guy. No, I see no all I wanted was what time zone are you in? That's all I want to ask, dude. Um, <laughs> live, we're gonna find out. Uh, yeah, at the end of the show, by the end of the show, hopefully we'll find out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so that, otherwise, then we'll be done. Are we all caught up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That's very good. Um, yeah, that's going amazing. Um, I guess this is the point to announce that uh, we have partnered uh, with Dave, all right, in our <gasps> yeah, Patreon. <you> <laughs> um, so for those of you, uh, you know, maybe maybe wait a couple days until the, the month rolls over. But uh, if you want to support Dave directly, we have a Patreon tier that uh, pretty much, yeah, I would say like 95% uh of that tier is going straight to dave it's it's all pretty much dave so uh if you want to be like i like dave all right i don't like combo i don't like wabbits i don't like flash i like dave uh that's the tier to support but it's also a tier for his game that he's developing uh and he kind of gives you access to the alpha and stuff like that so that's really cool uh so uh, yeah i'm excited we'll see how it goes um yeah that's uh that's like that's dave i guess in a nutshell um dave's pretty great yeah. Yep. Yep. Great. <laughs> nothing, nothing more. It's just Dave. Dave is perfect. Dave, Dave is Dave. <laughs> Dave is Dave. Um, That's why he has the Dave role on our Discord. Oh boy. Uh <laughs> let's not get onto that because Crunch has been uh pushing for the oh, Crunch roll. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, Cruncher, what have you ever done for us? Okay. Except for uh <laughs> play for, Yeah, play. Play for us. Um man. Man. Uh <laughs> next one, episode zero uh debate. Um so I remember I was saying that episode zero for the Robin Kyle show was gonna stay up. Or mm-hmm. not gonna stay up. No, That's what we decided it was gonna come up. But yeah. I did make a poll. So if you are a Patreon and you do want to get on this poll in the next couple days, all right, before January rolls over, it is currently three to two in favor of keeping episode zero up. So, uh, you know, I've decided that whatever the result of the poll by February 1st, uh, that's that's the decision we're going with. So, Patreons, it is in your power to either keep episode zero up for the year (laughs) or make it be a one year thing. That is three days. That's for like the 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 instant they they see it pop up on the feed and they listen to the podcast people. <laughs> listen, if they're laying on the draw, they're laying on the draw. That's all it is. Um, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, other announcements. Sorry, I'm just just taking a look at. Uh, okay, the one mm-hmm. thing I want to shout out this week. Uh, we have a community corner is Flow State. So Flow State was on Tom's podcast recently. It was a great listen. If you haven't listened, um, but more. Uh, specifically, there's a video he made uh, that is uh, here. I wonder if I can just get it. Okay, so the video is called "How uh, Five Steps to Rank Up Faster in Rocket League," um, mm-hmm. and his, his kind of comes from a sports psychology perspective. And he um, he does like a lot of uh, tennis training. That's his like kind of main gig, at least from what I know. Uh, but but essentially. Um, it's really cool. So I'm going to kind of go through what the video talks about, and then I'll see your guys' take. I think the one thing I like about it is that, one, it does things that I don't normally do within a training regiment. Um, and two, it, I think for me as well, having this idea of like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. You know what I mean? Like a preset mm-hmm. hour training block is actually probably a lot more beneficial than like, oh, I'm going to warm up and just play ranked games, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, but it's not necessarily anything like too crazy because it's still it's still within a ranked session. It's still kind of you're still going to be playing ranked, but it's you kind of frame it a little differently. So uh, the basics is uh, first I'll, I'll use like more precise. He, he's a little more like oh you can you probably do a couple more minutes of this if you're feeling it or less or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start with the first five minutes and you do um, just just do a warm up uh, off the ball. Uh, just literally driving around free play. All right. That's your first five minutes. All right. Um, just basic car control. Yeah. Yeah. Wave dashes, all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. usual things, okay, okay. try your half flips. If you know them, uh, yep. do a couple aerials, do a couple of just uh, staying in the air a little bit. Uh, then you do five minutes on the ball. All mm-hmm. right. Um, once you're kind of done that, I would say about 10 minutes, but I don't think you necessarily specify this. Um, choose a skill you want to practice on or a thing you, you want to practice for the next little bit before you get into the rank session. Okay. And the way he says it is it has to be a skill that you're, it can't be a skill that's so difficult that, um, when like, like if it's a completely new skill, it might not, it might be best to not practice that. Cause when you try, like if you're, if you're trying to do inverted stuff, right. Inverted aerials or like flip resets, right. Um, sure. practicing that skill right before you go into rank might not actually not be beneficial because you won't be reset like for <laughs> normal shots if that makes sense right yeah yep. um so the basis is kind of something that'll be really uh really helpful and really useful in your yeah. actual next game right? yeah, yeah yeah helpful useful yeah. new it can be new but it can't be so phys- like demanding that it throws you off when you get into the rank game does that make mm-hmm. sense yeah um 
so after this step, so what, uh, let's just say you're practicing recoveries, right? Or you're practicing, uh, you know, just just let's let's say rebound shots, okay? Or, or back work later, whatever it is, right? Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna go and do one casual game, and in that casual game, whatever the skill you worked on, try to do a much, as much of it as possible. All right. Okay. Um, and so uh, you try to do that as much as possible. Um, and then that is when you can finally get into the actual ranked games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's your like you build pre- up to the rank. You build up, you build up. There's a warmth, there's a clear objective, and there's also a skill you're training specifically, even if it's only mm-hmm. like 10 minutes or whatever it is, right? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go through all this and then, then maybe I'll get your thoughts on the whole thing, if, if that makes sense. Uh, can I just I, make one comment? Oh, do a combo. <clears throat> Uh, I feel like I need to not justify myself. Uh, you guys wouldn't know this cause I don't coach either of you. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I did not listen to the podcast nor do I know this channel very well. Like I looked it up when we obviously talked about the topic. Yeah. yeah they, they literally, um, mm-hmm. and I, I now feel like I need to justify to the many people who decide to spend money on my coaching, um, that I did not steal that from flow state. I actually developed <laughs> that on my own and I'm kind of offended <laughs> that his mentality is almost the exact same as mine. Wow. Um, Truthfully, and so like, and the the wabbits or flash don't know that this is the case. But the <laughs> uh, the warm up routine that I give to people who I'm looking for consistency is exactly that, almost to the T, um, like almost directly the exact same. I, I have like word docs of I have about six different warm up routines. Most of them follow around that same type of style. And so how I develop warm up routines for the people who pay for my coaching. Um, is uh, obviously based a little more on who they are as a player, not just like a be-all, end-all. But my standard is uh, I give a 5-minute, a 15-minute, and a 30-minute warm-up based on the time of life that you have. So if I only have... If I have 45 minutes to play the game, I'm not going to warm up for 30 minutes. Like that doesn't make any sense at all mm-hmm. uh, because then you're just going to hate the game. Uh, like you're just going to feel like you're always practicing, never playing. So that's why I give a five minute variation as well. But so if we're talking about the 30 minute variation, uh, what I ask is people do about five minutes of car control. Uh, so it's just driving around, doing wave dashes, doing half flips, doing uh, like uh, control off the walls. And then purposely, the, the only part that I don't, I didn't hear him add in there is I purposely put myself in um, incredibly awkward situations. So mm-hmm. like, I will flip into the wall, uh, like nose first, and then try to recover it landing on my wheels while I do it while in the air, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be relevant in the game. I then do about five minutes of ball control, uh, five to 10 minutes of ball control, uh, which is kind of then leaning upwards. So it starts with just dribbling, proceeds to about flicking, proceeds to shooting, proceeds to um, whether you're taking that up the wall, whatever that may be. And then finally you end with a skill <laughs> and that single mm-hmm. skill, it should be a skill that you uh, are thinking will add the most to your game right now. It shouldn't be too high. It shouldn't be too low. Um, um, and then you practice that for the last five to 10 minutes of your 30 minute warm up, and then bring that skill into your first couple games where you should be really grinding that skill and then steady out into consistency afterwards. So uh, tell me if that's not the exact same of what you just explained to us, because that is exactly what I give to people. And it's funny because I developed that from a hockey coaching mentality. So it's <laughs> funny that he pulled that from also traditional sport, because that's how mm-hmm. I'd work with my goalies when I was goalie coaching uh, was they w- we would start with just skating and then we would start with a little bit of puck handling and then move into purely saves and actually playing. And then we would mm-hmm. work on whatever um, issue that I'd see for my two to three goalies from that last game. So if one nice. of them a couple glove side goals, we'd focus on glove and so on. So um, it's funny that a the traditional sport mentality of coaches is I felt like I developed that, but clearly it's just a kind of be all end all that many coaches practice. So um, well, I'm slightly offended, and I now I, I I need to make sure that all right the guys we're coaching uh, know that I promise I didn't rinse that from anywhere. I actually I thought at least I developed it on my own. So there you go. I mean, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to go out? 
Sure. I feel like you can only really be honored by that and not offended. Yeah. Because that <laughs> I'm means completely that, joking. Like, I promise I'm not offended. But yeah, that yeah, means like, someone who's being right. paid <laughs> to coach tennis for yep. many top state athletes uh, has the same training regimen. Oh, is that his background? Program. Like, is he actually like a professional? No, no, he, like, coach? he has like, a, a couple top like uh, youth athletes in oh, another awesome. state. Yeah. I had uh, top players in my town. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I like um, to call this serendipity. Um, yeah. The one, th- the one thing I will say um, is is slightly different. I think with with the at least the first two parts of the warm, the five minutes is. Um, I, I think he doesn't want it, and like the, this, this is me obviously reading into this. So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> please take it with a grain of salt. But I think it's him not wanting uh players to be thinking too much at that point yet does that make sense so like the 10 minute practice of the skill is maybe where they'll focus on like because you you were saying like okay like put yourself in awkward situations and stuff like that right um but i think for him it's much more important for them to just kind of that's your loosening up that's literally your warm like it's it's like you're you're just stretching yeah it's stretching you're throwing your hands around and -hmm. you're doing a little jog doing a little skip uh knees up high you know uh Th- that kind of idea. I think the idea is that he doesn't want it to be intense. Yet. But I obviously I'm reading into it. Like I can't speak for him mm-hmm. per se. Um, but uh, overall, the the fact that it's kind of the same model is crazy. Eh? Um, <laughs> I was like sitting here slowly, like jaw dropping as you were explaining it the entire. That's why I haven't said a word in the last like five minutes because I've just been like listening and like actively even open my word doc just to see if I was like <laughs> I, like losing my mind and if this was like we were talking about deja vu before the show even started. But if this was deja vu for me of like, have I just been like not have I just been giving like a crap like free play routine and like thinking this is what it sounds like? And then I looked and looked nope, this is exactly what it no, sounds like. Par- yeah, so. no, you you've been uh, what's it called? It's confirmed here. Uh, in your in your practice, um, but okay, let's let's go on to the actual rank play. So we went we went. Uh, let's just say ten minute warm up, about ten ish minute um, practicing a skill, five minute casual game. All right, mm-hmm. um, then you go into rank game. But the way you're gonna think about the rank game, and this he talks about this in the video, is you're gonna make it a series. And you're gonna decide before you go into ranked. How long that series is? Is it a best of seven? Is it a best of five? Is it a best of nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for this is uh, mostly because, um, well, I'll, I'll, and I've, I've practiced this kind of like our weekend rock league or whatever. I've practiced. I've been kind of doing this. Uh, I've done a couple times now. Um, I think what it does is one, it makes uh, your ranked play purposeful um, because you're kind of adding a little bit of pressure to every game. It also, I say, well, for me at least, it heightens the training when it's like a 50-50 day. I don't know if you guys ever feel that, but when you're when you're like win win on lose one, if you make it a series, right, and it's mm-hmm. like two two three three four, four, it makes it actually a lot more interesting for me at least. Because um, <clears throat> there's a lot more riding on that last game that it's like a hundred percent, yeah, yeah no, you have I, that personal attachment to winning this game specifically because this is the what the past four games have been leading up to yeah no i i did a best 11 and i was at five five that is ridiculous (laughs) and (laughs) so perfectly at my rank apparently um and and then i lost it but it was actually intense it was good um Mm -hmm. uh but i think as well because you set it you preset it it's not just like you're playing just to play it's like no this is like a training block you know i think there's something mm-hmm. to there i think i think at least his ideas is that there's 
well, I, obviously I, I need to ask him about the actual psychology part of it. Um, but at least, at least that's what I'm figuring as I'm kind of going through it myself. So it, it, it's definitely a different experience as opposed to like, Oh, I'm just going to play ranked and ranked and ranked and ranked. It's like, no, like now we're, now we're literally just the, the it's a training block, you know? And we can, and it's nice too. Cause then it's like, it feels like you're active about training as opposed to, Oh, let me play for three hours. But sometimes like that three hour training session, you don't really like feel like you've focused too much on learning anything new. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think this helps with that. Now, uh, the cool thing is, um, and this is the f- fourth step. I think there's a one more step, but I'm not, not going to really get into like the, the final step. Um, but the idea is you halfway through your game. So whatever your series is, if it's the best of seven, if it's the best of nine, you kind of have to gauge it depending on how you're doing, I guess. Um, but whatever halfway is. Okay. So if you're going one-on-one and you're in a best of seven, I would say probably at like four games, you kind of, what you do is you, you take, uh, you take a break, you take a 10 minute break. All right. Um, and I, I believe it's before, but before you take that break, you write down, um, one good thing from the play so far and one bad thing. All right. Okay. One good thing from your play, one bad thing. And then you actually take a 10 minute break and you like walk around, you get a drink of water, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and obviously I, I'm definitely speculating here. I feel like I definitely have to ask him the questions. Um, but I feel like this is where you're kind of consolidating the information from the, your training sessions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of reviewing your play and letting your brain process it. Um, and then you have a 10 minute break and then you go do the rest of the series cold. Right. Um, and while if you want to win more games, obviously warming up would be the ideal. Um, there's something to be said about like taking 10 minute break and being able to reset. So that's a skill within itself. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of how the video ends. So, uh, yeah. What are your whole thoughts on that second part of the process? uh first part great definitely like it probably not gonna do it because i don't like training <laughs> and i'm a terrible person wow uh, <laughs> i might if i ever want to actually you know you know be, get good at the game you're still but, c3 right uh no i'm c2 Ooh. um my twos is almost at c2 as well though so that's like a new record um <laughs> but uh the second half um that's a really weird uh, shift in mentality in forcing a break and forcing yourself to go in cold. And I don't know how necessarily useful that is um, for getting better. Where my mm-hmm. head goes with that is that's how you're solidifying muscle memory. Where is that? That's where my mm-hmm. head goes is so that it's, it's the, it's the idea of sleeping before an exam, right? Of that. Yeah. It, yeah. You would want to go like you want to cram and you want to go in hot before the exam, but sleeping is going to let it settle um, mm-hmm. and it's going to let it go in. And so that's I think that's where that mentality comes from. I agree. That was the part I kind of I took issue with. Um, and I actually reflected while uh, while Flash was finishing up. And for me and not to take away from your your comments here, but um, for me, why I was struggling with it, but then came to terms with it was that I think that's a really good way as a as a solo coach so like i really mm. identify as a team coach right like i like I, I really like team play i like systems i like i like things like that oh sorry mm. like um 
I, uh, that, that is my background. That is what I love. Um, I love being able to drop plays and work on things like that. And I find the most success in working with teams. Obviously my coaching right now is mostly one-on-one, um, because that just is, is easier to organize, is easier to set up. It's less competitive, things like that. So, uh, and so when I, when I think, Hey, let's practice thinking like a series, I'm like, cool. I like that builds the competitive mentality, adds emotional value, blah, 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 stuff like that. When I think of taking a break in the middle of the series, my, like every red flag in my, in my head just ex- exploded because to me you're now you're basically teaching the mind to take a break midway through a series of a competitive Mm -hmm. play when you wouldn't have a break in competitive play like that you that is Mm -hmm. the last thing you would get in competitive play is a break Um, and so my red flags were really going when i heard that however i think that that is a phenomenal way to teach muscle memory like i was saying this is where i kind of reflected and came back to it if Mm -hmm. you are not like a hyper competitive level or hyper competitive player yet kind of thing. So if you are, okay. even I put you, if you're in like champ one to champ two, like you're, you're, you're definitely in the upper end of the game. Like you're doing quite well, but you're unfortunately nowhere near um, like a professional level yet. And like, you're not truthfully, like you wouldn't be competing in too many tournaments then this is that and down i think is a great mentality to have because you're building muscle memory you're literally just for the sake of not playing a game too long you're learning to take breaks which is important <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i think if you are if you're a gc or if you're you're really hoping for let's say making top 128 in rlrs plans you have goals like that i don't know that that for me at least and obviously it does it sounds like this uh like um what's called flow state has a uh a background in like that psych in terms of education as well which is obviously more than i have um but to me at least how my brain works and how i've coached players and how it it has appeared to be their team sport works is that i would worry that you're building a a, a, an actually negative mentality Mm. if your players can't last a seven game series they can only last Mm -hmm. four Mm -hmm. right like that would be my worry um and so but and that's why i was like oh like this makes so much sense because like i had said i come from hockey and coaching hockey he comes from tennis like it's a solo sport right so like that's mm-hmm. where i was thinking of that it, that it, the team mentality might be the big thing for me there of uh, what might be the difference mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of where my head had went with that but um i really like i said i by no means taking away from that because i think that's a phenomenal way to teach yourself muscle memory to teach yourself taking breaks i think that's a great idea um and actually something i, I might use when i'm speaking with some players because i think that's a really good strategy uh but uh, not what i would teach at like the highest competitive level for a team for instance like that's not where I, I would go yeah. mm-hmm. I would just say to that, I think as well is the the purpose of the video is on skill development, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think mm-hmm. that's at least a big takeaway is uh, like if if you are a team that you know is is going into uh, tournament and qualifications, right? You should probably be, when you're playing like a scrim or whatever, you should be doing exactly how long the series is. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yep. Um, and like so, pros only practice BO5. So like, like that is basically yeah, yeah, all exactly, their practice because right? that's what they have, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, and I wouldn't, like if you're a pro team, like you wouldn't, you'd, you'd do the one minute break. Like you do like, you train like you're actually playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing I can say, I don't really want to say defense because I don't think it's really in, like too much of an argument, if that makes sense. I, yeah, I didn't even argue it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really yeah, don't yeah. want that to be my, my tone um, at all. No, like, that's no. why I really like it. it was, that was why my initial innate reaction was like, ooh, no, bad kind of thing. And then I'm like, I don't know. When I think about it, I completely understand why that would make sense. It, yeah, so like I, I, like I wouldn't want – I think one, like it is a training regimen with like a generalized training regimen, right? So um, I think it's worth trying you know, regardless mm-hmm. of maybe where you are in your skill level and see how you like it, how you feel about it. Um, but I will say that 
because because for me it happens right after you write down kind of like the good and bad thing from your previous part of the session Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um taking 10 minute break might be a good way for your brain to process how -hmm. you were playing in the first part of that session you know what i mean yeah like i definitely Um, agree with the uh that like it's basically acting as a mini sleep where you're uh um solidifying all the skills that you just learned and and all the stuff mm -hmm. And the important thing, I'll let you finish the, the point there, but I think the important thing is like you're at that point, you're supposed to like literally not think about Rock League for 10 minutes. Like go do stuff where you're not mm-hmm. thinking about the games you've played. And it's kind of like this getting into the, um, like, um, what's it called? For your brain to process Rock League, you can't just constantly be thinking about it because then you're yeah. trying to yeah. bring new information into it. You have to put right. it back into like the subconscious or wherever you, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. word you want to use. Yeah. Um, but what, what the part that's that I'm still like a little bit iffy mm-hmm. on is the going back after 10 minutes and continuing ranked without any like re warm up and going in cold. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I'm like, that's so, what's mm-hmm. getting me. And I think, I think that part as well for me, even when I, when I watched it, I'm like, I'm unsure about it, right? Cause I don't think. Because the justification is like the ability to go in cold and play is something that eventually you kind of have to do. Mm-hmm. Like there, there'll yep. be times where you're cold. So like I get it, but I don't think it's necessarily a like if you're trying to get better at the game, I don't think it's something that's like, oh, this is actually significant improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, like just because you're going in cold and you don't I don't think if you're actually following the straining regimen there's no reason to go in cold outside of you intentionally like, going in cold. This this would only make sense to me if, like... Like, I, I'm just thinking of, like, hockey or soccer or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. in those kind of games, if you actually have the 10-minute or 50-minute or whatever it is, right? And then it's, like, the idea of, like, like take, let's take a 10-minute break, talk about stuff, and then try to play again. Because that's what you're going to feel like on the ice when you're actually playing games. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that kind of... So yeah, go ahead, mm-hmm. keep going. That to me, like, kind of just I just don't think it's a one to one essentially. So, um, that'll be something, yeah, that, you know. And that's where my head had went to was like, I and again, I'm, I'm really, really trying to relate this to traditional sport for myself since I, mm. I, I appreciate that I, I kind of have a shared background with uh, uh, with flow state. And so, for me, the how I picture this mentality as well is, and so like I, I was a goalie in hockey growing up. I still am. Um, I coached goalies as, as well as a as coach of teams. And so, but when I was a goalie coach, um, I remember one of the main things I'd always work out with my goalies on is because it was something that was yelled to me as a kid um, was because I was always playing competitive. So there was two goalies, right? But the, on um, 98% of the time, you're the starting goalie is going to play the entire game, uh, mm-hmm. except if there's a blowout and injury, stuff like that. And so I remember when I, in my first couple competitive seasons, I would literally fill my water bottle with like Skittles and sit on the bench because I'm like, I'm not playing i was like i'm just gonna eat skittles and enjoy myself and like watch <laughs> some hockey and watch my boys play um and then especially when i started playing junior uh it was a whole different world because uh, it was we won our team was trash so i we would often be pulling goalies and having to switch out goalies um but I, I really start as I was getting older, I really started to notice the the idea of coming in cold. And like we we would use our warm ups, right? Like we had 25 minutes on ice to warm up before a game. We were at the game two hours early, so I'd be warming up off ice for about an hour anyways. So um it was like I, I had tons of warm up, but my head wasn't quite there, right? Ever. It was because it was I was like, oh, I'm chilling on the bench. I have a literally a, a baseball cap on and all my gear on, and I'm just gonna sit <laughs> on the bench and maybe open the door sometimes. Um and that's about it. And so that is where I'm, I'm really on board and I totally understand the idea of having to play cold being 
being a skill where I agree with Wabbits. And that's why I, I really do think this is a great mentality to have as an option kind of thing of like, you should know this so you can use it if you think it'll be relevant. Is that mm-hmm. like, I don't think I've ever played cold in my entire career. I don't think I've played cold because I will always ask uh, whoever I'm playing with. If someone asks, if someone messaged me right at the end of this podcast, but like, let's play some Rocket League. I'm like, okay, give me like 15 minutes to warm up, please. Um, and then I'll play. Like, like that is always my mentality. And so I... I have not, even when I was playing at like the height of my competitive career, I was not playing cold kind of thing because even the tournament I played, the, when I talked about uh, last time we were on the podcast chatting about it, we I complained about being cold because we had an hour and a half between the game, but it's like there's only so much you can do mentally and in-game to, to keep that together. So that I get is why it's a good option if you think you will have those moments in your life, such as like competing well at a tournament and to the point that you'll be cold for an hour waiting for the next match kind of thing. That makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Like that is a good skill to have, but... I don't know how applicable it is as a blanket. So I, I do, I love the idea that people should know it, use it to their own will if they think it'll fit in and then go from there. Kind of is where my my head is at with that. Like that's not something I'm going to regiment in my like coaching routines for anybody. But if someone is telling me how they're playing in tournaments and stuff like that, maybe I'll be like, hey, check out this video because there's this is a really good way to think about playing cold and teach yourself how to do so. So um, mm-hmm. ups and downs for sure. It's kind of where my head is at right now with it. Of like, I really relate that to being a backup goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, and ultimately, like to me, it was because, like, with the previous discussion we had, uh, I could justify a lot of it because of um, this is about self improvement over you know your your whole team discussion you had earlier um, about like how you're more about a team coach as opposed to an individual coach. But this kind of goes against it because it's like at that point you're practicing a skill that won't necessarily be better for like pure Rocket League improvement for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's, like, that's probably really last. Like, why well, you want to kind of finish this off here? Sure. Um, I think the idea of uh, like the idea of it is actually really good. Um, I just don't like personally uh, find that the putting it straight in the middle so that you go into the next game cold is a good idea. I would rather and I would recommend to um, like the two of you because you play similar to me where we're not going to be expected to play any games cold. Um, uh, Keep the idea of the series and like choose your best of whatever. Um, but then at the end of the series, take a break and then, uh, take a 10 minute break, do whatever. Don't think about Rock League, don't play. Um, and then go in, do like a five minute warm up or less, however, whatever, um, however long you think you need to get back into it. And then you can, uh, do another series of whatever. So the series idea is actually really good because it keeps the idea of t- taking breaks and, you know, not sitting at a chair for seven hours, uh, straight, just playing Rock League. However well, it's, long, it's also right? more useful, right? Like. It, mm-hmm. you can probably get more out of like a two-hour training session than you will out of seven right unless yeah. unless your goal is to like learn how to be resilient because you're True. you're playing a three-day <laughs> tournament but if that's not the case you know <laughs> so yeah definitely keep the idea of the uh of the sets that's basically what, what i'm saying and then move where you take the break 100 <laughs> percent uh yeah okay so uh, that's good that was that was a good, good little opening discussion Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so here I wanted to kind of take it into our week in Rocket League. Um, is there any fun stories that either of you have from the week combo? We'll start with you here. No, I've been playing Battlefront 2 basically every day. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, did I talk about Battlefront 2 last week at all or no? 
Uh, I don't believe you have. I don't think I did. Um, uh, this will be my very quick note, and then it's all that you guys have the floor. But um, I, I think I, I did talk about last week, though, that I was feeling quite burnt out from Rocket League after the tournament and heavy days of coaching and stuff like that. And so um, I picked up Battlefront 2 because I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars geek. Anybody who, a lot of the guys that I coach, I, it somehow still comes up in conversation because I am I I know a ridiculous amount about Star Wars. I've won trivia competitions. It, it's bad. Like, it is very, <laughs> very bad. Um, and, like, my girlfriend gets so mad at me uh, because I always make her watch Star Wars but she doesn't it's not that she doesn't like it but it's like she's like this is enough come on like relax <laughs> uh, and uh, but i'm still making it grow her anyways i picked up battlefront 2 there's a whole story on that if you ever want to hear about like if you don't know what happened in battlefront 2 please message me i love talking about it. it's really interesting um like the new battlefront 2 not the old battlefront 2 because i grew up with the old battlefront 2 um and so now it's been this really fun like casual game that's kind of like revitalized it truthfully has given me a lot of the same feelings when i started rocket league where it was like i was like i'm not gonna take this game competitively i'm gonna like just hang out with some buddies and play the game and like we'll just be chatting the whole time and nothing crazy obviously that did not happen with rocket league it became hyper competitive but um yeah battlefront 2 has just been so nice for me it's like i I've, i when i play rocket league now i feel very refreshed and revitalized so i played a little ranked and rumble this week uh, nothing too crazy a bit of coaching so um yeah that's kind of been my my week not in rocket league if you want to call it that so nice. okay b- before we get uh to wabbits speaking yeah. of coaching uh let me roll this mid-rolled uh mid-roll uh fake ad here um, <gasps> Yo. you know what we didn't do today Oh, you're right. Shout out the patrons. So patrons. <laughs> patrons, patron welcome squad. Uh <laughs> this is hilarious. But I kinda like it. We are the worst, dude. We're you like never we can't skip. You never know when you're gonna get shouted out, dude. Right here yep. in the middle. <laughs> it's okay. You know, if you think about it, mineral ads do have the highest ad sense, right? So there you go. Uh <laughs> So, uh, Patreon welcome squad. Uh, we have a new patron. Uh, we're gonna go with Frosty Boy. I don't know uh, what name they prefer to be called, uh, but Frosty Boy is what I'm calling them currently uh, until they tell me otherwise. Uh, <laughs> as our new patron, uh, thank you very much. Uh, then we have Big C, uh, Big C is me, uh, Mike, Mister C, Miffe, Pawn, Poor Judgment, Shorzy, Smitsmil Von Crum. Uh, which, uh, you know, our previous host from last week uh, pronounced significantly better than I just did. Uh, <laughs> then we got the replay. <laughs> then we got the replay combatties with uh, Bonji Tage, uh, Bornish Dag Eric, uh, Cloud Nine, Go Blue Mason, Googly Woogly Woo, uh, and King Knight TK. Uh, then we got the one hour combat crew with Sods and Yeet Seeking Missile, uh, and finishing off the two hour combat crew, uh, Arook. Uh, Cursor, Kite, and your boy Hunty. Is I know it's rock. Bonji Taj? Did he tell you that? No, I'm just. Isn't it Bong Taj? It. Like it's like like it's like montage, but Bong Taj. Yeah, dude. But I I much prefer Bonji Taj. Bonji Taj. Bonji Taj. Sorry. Yes. Bonji Taj. Listen, I'm listen, fairly confident it's Bong Taj. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. The one thing I'm I'm confident out is I can misspell uh, or mispronounce misspell. names like the best of them. Uh okay uh so uh with that uh pr- uh mid roll uh patreon uh shout out uh <laughs> wabbits do you want to say how your week went with rock league mine is very similar to combos uh mm. because i went home on two? thursday um <laughs> which means that i didn't have a computer uh thursday to sunday so i was playing a little bit yesterday playing a little bit today but you know i really didn't get much at all and uh yeah that's about all i got I didn't play anything. I saw Phantom of the Opera, which was amazing. Ooh, but that's not nice. Rocket League related. <laughs> no, no, it is not. 
Um, <laughs> as for my week, uh, I played some games with Nick. This will get us to our beginner's corner. Okay. I'm so sorry for you. Um, <laughs> no, it was kind of fun, actually. Uh, uh, the Oh, jeez. They just keep hitting us with stuff. Um, now I'm just worried that we're going to miss some giant news piece this week. And, uh, oh, we will. Okay. Oh, we it's, will. It's, it's, it's going to happen at, like the moment we click stop recording. All good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Okay. Yeah, my week, I was playing with Nick. Um, and uh, there's this kind of joke that came out of the stream um, where I kept saying, I'm blocking the lane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were joking around about it. Uh, he actually just messaged me saying, do not forget to discuss the new lane block meta as he pronounced it. Um, and essentially uh-huh. it's the idea of, um, and I think we, we, we kind of subconsciously, this happens a lot when we do play. Um, but where, you, you know, that moment where you're, someone's about to shoot the ball. So you kind of go, you're blocking, like the idea of the blocking the lane is just blocking kind of behind you, right? This is basic like defense, right? You're blocking the, the lane towards the goal, right? Sure. Um, or you're blocking the lane, Let's just say, like, they're on the outside. Maybe you're going to block where they're about to go to the outside because you know that's where they're about to go um, hit the, when they're hitting the ball towards the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that by predicting that jump, right, if you make them change their decision, you've also kind of won because, like, you've... Like, you ever know that moment where someone just, like, doesn't hit the ball because they know they're about to be blocked? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that ever happens to you, but... Uh, <laughs> sure. So... <laughs> So, so the idea is right is is that you're kind of just always thinking about okay, what's the next lane I want to block? And so I was joking about about it. It's only half series, but I wonder if you guys ever feel that like, like when you're predicting so well, sometimes you're like, I know where this person's going, so I'm not going to allow them to do the thing that they want to do, right? Um, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> uh-huh. we just called it blocking the lane because the lane is like either the lane towards the net, right? Like literally, or the mm-hmm. lane to where they want to go next. Do you want a traditional sport do example it. of as as to why like there is actually a name for that in, in yep. at least in one traditional I sport? I, I was going to say you'd say it better. Okay, <laughs> and so that that is literally one of the first things you teach a goalie. Funny enough, I'm just giving all the goalie coaching knowledge today for hockey. Do it, um, and actually in soccer, this is a huge part of it in soccer as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you're one of the first things. It's called cutting off the angle or cutting down the angle. Is 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 like what it is, and so it's you purposely either making yourself bigger in the predicted area or moving parts of your body to the predicted area to do one of two things. It's either, as we said, like the most basic is like you're, you're literally just predicting and you're going to make an easy block because if they, if they continue the current path, you're just going to make a very, very easy block by predicting. Um, or you are going to force them to make a different decision, which will also do one of two things. It will either slow them down and then it gives you even more time to then read it as a, as a defender or a goalie or whatever you may be. Or you're going to hopefully just make them mess up their entire play and the, and the attack is lost in general. So, yeah, that's cutting down the angle is a huge part of that. So, for instance, like uh, anybody who knows literally even the slightest bit about hockey, I'm sure recognizes that there's a little blue semicircle where the goalies play, like where they sit in. Um, so you'll notice if you ever watch any goaltending, um, goalies are often in very, very different distances from their, in the net from that uh, in that blue circle. Someone like, in, for instance, like I'm a very aggressive goalie, so I actually stand outside of that for shots from the point, for instance, because the whole point is now I'm big enough to hopefully cut down the shooting 
shooting angle for them to think that they now need to pass instead of shoot or if they shoot it's an incredibly easy save right and that's kind of the whole point of it um mm-hmm. and so that and that same thing in soccer right of like you're not just going to sit on your goal line if someone's coming in on a breakaway because it's a gigantic net behind you so you're going to rush them and try to either force them to like literally miss or try to chip it and miss or you actually tackle them and take the ball away like and like that you know uh, trying to relate to flash here you know uh bring in a little <laughs> soccer uh well okay but, yeah I think I think in soccer as well because the pace of the play is so much slower. Um, like yeah, there's more field to to cover, but because the pace is so much slower, this idea of like usually you have enough time to actually have a second person. If you fail, you got it. Yeah, you can force it to the second person that's behind you. You, you know got what it because I mean? there's yep. so many people. Yeah, so it's it's less relevant as a defender in soccer because there's so many options, right? Of, of like where else you can go. Well, like, yes, well, the idea is down, you do it so that you force them into your next player waiting. You as got it, right? So you're, you're slowly yeah. chipping away at like, whatever their attack rush is, yeah, which exactly. is so cool. Yep. And so yeah, that's exactly it. So like same thing. I talk about this with some of the guys um, in uh, for and the first, literally the first example you used of like kind of predicting where the shot is going and putting your car there rather than just challenging the ball. Um, and that's literally something that uh, a couple guys I've been coaching the last two weeks at least that I was noticing they really weren't doing it was like oh this player is shooting therefore i challenge this player and i'm like no 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 no. like there are there's a place you can put your car that will equally cut off the angle of the shot i either forcing him to just shoot the ball into you or to have to pass or push to the corner or do something else which is huge so i i'm like the honestly as part of like a little beginner's corner part here i don't know mm-hmm. if this was the point of your segue but um there, there was I, no I, point i, I kind of want cool. to know where it went <laughs> no, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i love that you're like focusing on that now because it is such a like under discussed skill um and it was something that similar to like breakouts, like I, I think I've talked about on the podcast, like when I started competitively in the game, like literally season one, I found that me and my team were always dominating because we were both hockey players. So our mechanics were trash compared to who we were playing, but we'd still win easy games because we were passing far in advance of when passing was relevant just because we we're bringing our hockey knowledge to the game. And so that was something I think I did unconsciously was cutting off the angle at all times when I was playing the game purely from my goaltending background. And it literally took me until like probably less than a year ago to realize that I actively do this in game and it's something that people actively do don't so the fact that you're already thinking about that i, I love like I'm, I'm super super happy about that because i'm like just and the fact that you're able to like reflect on it to know what you're doing rather than just kind of haphazardly doing it well, and, look right? at combo congratulating me like i've been playing this game for only a month uh, <laughs> hey that's buddy there are dcs who don't know how to cut off angles man like Ooh, it is yeah, okay. it is such an important thing if you i guarantee you go watch like any just one watch full watch one full stream of rlcs and i guarantee you can watch a pro who, who should have cut an angle but instead cho- chose to challenge right i guarantee combo, i don't want to say it but is this where you mentioned karma this week <laughs> is it mentioned what? Oh, karma no no i, I actually karma's pretty good at d i think that's one of her strengths Ooh, um, okay okay uh, if she gets a decent touch we've also seen her own goal uh Fair. but uh <laughs> listen yeah. Everyone I score more than enough on goals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, but that's kind of the point of, of cutting off the angle, right? Is like, I think I've even had people where like, I'll watch someone I'm playing with try to cut an angle and then it'll hit off them and go in the net. And they're like, oh, like, sorry for the own goal, guys. I was like, no, like, no, you made a great effort to save the ball. Like, yeah. what, are, what are you talking about? Like, just because <laughs> it hit you and went in doesn't mean it's an own goal. Like, you meant that meant you were very close to saving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm actually super pumped that you're already talking about this because it's something that I think nobody talks about in the game, but it's such a relevant defending skill. Okay, mm-hmm. wait. So you Here keep on saying you that move. nobody talks about it, mm-hmm. but isn't this the entire purpose of shadowing? 
No. So shadowing is because uh, shadowing doesn't involve the challenge itself, right? Shadowing yes. is to for is it's it's multi-purpose. So you are doing basically two things at the same time. You are forcing the player to make the first move, the the, mm-hmm. the forward, um, which then allows you to read it. Whereas the cutting angle is preemptively reading, right? Like that's the whole, kind of the whole point there. Like you're it's okay. when you are no longer shadowing. It's like if let's say you're rotating back post instead of mm-hmm. your brain telling you I need to rotate back post. It's like no no no, no I'm going to drive full speed to the front post right now because i see that there's a shot coming on net that i need oh, to try or okay. I see there's an opportunity mm-hmm. for a shot coming on net that i need to mm-hmm. cut off or i see a passing lane i'm going to cut off like things like that um okay. and then the other point of shadowing which is hands down the biggest in terms of twos threes and chaos if we're going to count it um <laughs> is that your job is to make the person like slow. when they make the first move is yeah slow them down and then make them put the ball over you or to you because if it goes over you you should have your defender waiting to clean it up and, and walk it out right is, is kind of your mm-hmm. your twofold it's like if you don't have a defender your job is to slow like you said if you have a defender your job is to make them make the first move so that it's very easy clear for your defender so that's kind of mm-hmm. the difference of like uh, i think shadowing is a force play whereas um cutting the angle is like a preemptive guess that like could force the play but also could just be cutting off and making a, like a great save or a great uh, defensive mm. uh play okay. right a good touch so that's the way i so- see it at least but if, if I can make my sports analogy now. Yeah. Um, so in soccer, sh- shadowing, the reason I kind of figured it out pretty quickly is because I understand the concept of jockeying in soccer where um, you'll see people in this weird kind of stance in soccer sometimes in front of someone who's like trying to do like a cool deke. Um, and then they mm-hmm. just literally stay with them the whole time. Um, and I would say cutting down the angle is just making sure that you... Wh- what really is is bringing down the amount of possibilities that they have for the next thing they're about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's That's all it is, right? You're, you're essentially blocking holes within your defense. Um, and so I kind of wanted to bring this into Rocket League because another thing I noticed, and people might like rush too much, but like if you are between the net, like if your car is between the net uh, and the ball, right? And mm-hmm. you're defending and you're stopped, Right. You don't always have to t- try to turn to like hit that ball that you're not going to hit anyway because someone's coming. You can actually literally just stand there. You know what I mean? And yeah. you are you are literally cutting off the angle because there's no their option, like the amount of options they have from that position because you were standing right in front of it is limited, right? Um, and that's another thing I've noticed as well is like sometimes like you can literally just stand in front of the ball and just keep blocking it um, if you don't like if you know that moving out of the way just gives them a free shot in that anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So. You see that happen a lot in ones, uh, where in like somewhat high level ones, it's just like the two people are just sitting next to the ball being like, yo, you hit it. No, you, no, you deal. It's just back and forth. Of and like, that's exactly what it is, away. right? It's like you, you, if you are defending, you never, ever, ever want to make the first move. Even when you're mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately on offense, you also would prefer that the defense makes the first move, but it's, it's much more prevalent when you're on D of that. If you make the first move as a defender, there is probably about a 90% chance you're going to lose that challenge because mm-hmm. the ball is one actively rolling forward. So the, the offense, uh, the, uh, the offender offenseman actively has uh, forward progression and like they will have more momentum their way as well as it's much easier for the uh, offenseman to be able to read the defending play because they're actively behind the ball or working with the ball whereas the defenseman has to not only rotate back to net or shadow to net or do something like that but and that all that backwards momentum but they also need to turn just to make the play or they need to full speed just to make the play and so on right like it's very rare is the first move valuable unless you are incredibly confident in your challenging ability right like and so that's why like i mm-hmm. can easily be challenged in that by like a pro being like if you watch someone like um 
uh, I think old scrub a little more than recent scrub, but old scrub was so sure. good at just fast turning, like instantly on the dime mm-hmm. turning and taking that ball away. And that, has, that is actually something I do quite a bit on D as well. Kind of learned it from him. Um, and, and it works great. But the issue is that the whole, the reason it works great is because it's a surprise rather than a challenged mm-hmm. attack. Right. If it's mm-hmm. not a surprise, then it's still 10 times easier for the, the offenseman to be it able to predictable. Play you got it right. It's so <laughs> easy to play. Like I love, I, you, people never save them because they don't look pretty, but like I have so many like nice, goals where like i'll literally 1v3 just by low 15 every single time because <laughs> someone will just hurl themselves at the ball and then i'm like okay and then i'll just break jump once win the 50 move up to the next one maybe with one touch he like rifles himself at me again jump once win the 50 great walk towards the net and then he thinks he has to like rush and then i just hard break and he just fakes and i fake him and he rolls by the ball and i just roll it in right like those goals are so easy because of the panic d and it's the whole the only way to be ever good at defense in rock league is to be patient i don't know how we got here but that's what cutting down the angle is right is like oh, not panicking yeah. to like rush to the ball but cutting down the option rather than having to feel like you i need to hit this ball right now and i need to clear this ball out because it's dangerous right like uh, mm-hmm. which is really cool and I, it's a, it's an interesting way to like kind of hopefully change some people's minds about how to play D because far too often, even at my ranks, man, I'm seeing people who will just hurl themselves at balls. And I'm like, I don't know how you got here <laughs> playing defense like this, but um, I'll pick up to offense. you for getting here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I would like to just, uh, you know, coin it as a uh, blocking lanes uh, TM. That is uh, my uh, name for it. And we're going to argue about what the proper name is for the next 20 years. So sure. Um, uh, wait, before you say that, I'm kind of against that, and I'll give the first argument. Okay. Because you have to cut off passing lanes, and that's a different thing. But it's also cutting off angles, kind of. It is. It is. But, like, I guess you're right. I'm I'm blocking passing lanes, and I'm blocking shooting lanes by cutting off the angle. Boom. Okay, cutting off the angle. I like it. Yeah, you just said cutting (laughs) off the angle. Well, no, I did on purpose. I tried to to marry marry the two ideas together in a harmonious solution. Yeah, yeah, all right, man. (laughs) The argument has started. (laughs) Um, So uh, with that, uh, let's move on to our next topic. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) This is called deflecting. Uh, (laughs) Uh... so um this has been quite entertaining because we saw we saw the uh, rumors the reports uh but it happened a uh, scuffed station uh the has made it to the rival plans they haven't quite made it to rlrs yet but mm-hmm. they do, did make it all the way to plans um i believe uh so there's a youtube video on sunless cons uh channel if you want to check it out uh Who's but it's him station? yeah there you go cool <laughs> Him, uh, Musty, and Leth just, uh, you know, actually qualifying. And <laughs> when you watch it, you're like, wait, Sunless Khan just did a double tap? What is going on right now? Uh, <laughs> um, but it's so intriguing because I think I think Leth is really is definitely a pinnacle to have someone who has that experience of oh, yeah. getting through those tournaments. Um, but it also shows that, like, you know, Musty and, and Sunless Khan are definitely keeping up. Um so uh i guess i i kind of want to know your like your reactions like because if, if you look at this team on paper though it kind of makes sense because like, i could see them beating a bunch of gc teams to make it that far right yeah sure um i played so, left before he is absolutely gross like like <laughs> one of the better pros that i played uh he is so so good um so like i that's why like i wasn't all too surprised um because ultimately, like if you think of Sunless, like he is a GC, right? Like it's not, mm-hmm. 
he's still one of the top like what one percent of players in the under? game in the game top one percent my guy i'm top like 0.5 percent of players in the game he's okay, like regardless. he's like top okay. like 0. 0.001 yeah I so, so yeah. if you think about that right um combined with a former pro and musty who's uh better than him right like i i don't see it as much as a surprise if they do make your rlrs though that's a story and a half like that, that's wild yeah. That is wild. That, if that if is Sunless comes out of this with a blue tag, I will lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be beautiful. But that's the funny part. Is like, like they, they could pick up. I guarantee they could pick up like a a good like decent RLRS level player and qualify yeah. for RLRS with Sunless well, as a sub. And Bing Bang Boom, Sunless has got a blue tag. Mm-hmm. I that's true. Yeah. Well, like because if you think about it, like Leth is still like you throw Leth on any RLRS team and that team's dominating. Like that's. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, they're definitely to like, qualify for it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm very excited. I think this is this is this is the most hyped I've been for RLRS play-ins <laughs> <laughs> uh, forever. Um, so yep. yeah, I just wanted to mention it. Uh, any any rabbits reactions? Um, oh, I had something that I've wanted to say, but now I can't quite remember it, and I don't even remember what it had to do with. So let's just move on. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Yeah. Um, Next point on the agenda is uh, the esports shop. Uh, so, if you wanted all the brand new RL, how many teams they just they got? Oh, they like fourteen, new? fourteen. I don't know how many new ones, but they have fourteen new. Well, I, like new, like there's there. <laughs> there int- fourteen teams have new esports <laughs> decals. How, how about that? And I don't know how many of them are like new to having decals, but I know mm. that they all have new ones. Some of them are um, saucy, like really. So, mm-hmm. so the teams that are added. Oh, uh, lovely that this website uh, article has it. So the teams that were mm-hmm. added that didn't have uh, esports kind of, uh, you know. Um, before. Gold chains before it was uh, mm-hmm. United, uh, Pittsburgh Knights, Team Reciprocity, and Veloce Esports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each team, so I, and I believe the other ones were kind of rebranded as well, right? A couple were rebranded, yeah. A couple of them were rebranded. <laughs> Energies is very pretty, like very, very pretty. It's all just the, the silver decal. Dude, all <laughs> these decals look sick. Yeah, United uh, is super clean. <laughs> like, uh, I love the Knights. The Knights looks really, really nice. Oh, the Knights one is amazing. Also, but, I yeah, just yeah. have to say the uh, the United is the most America thing I've ever seen. It is it's super America. American, yeah. Like that just straight up makes me think of Melee and uh, specific player Mango. Mango for anyone anyone who's played Melee or or watched it, that's just Mango. <laughs> um, and so uh, for for those of you who want to know, like, hey, like, uh, do I want to get on these? Uh, so they have an Octane decal, a Dominus decal, uh, ARMR wheels, Armart. Mm-hmm. is that do you just pronounce it armor a- I, AR, I always said ar mmr um bionic wheels patriarch wheels and player banners uh, so that's how you can uh, pimp your ride and uh mm-hmm. look look all esportsy within the game um no this is exciting this is good because i think i think this is the first time i i like i feel that they kind of like w- it kind of feels like they soft released like last time like it was like oh there's only so many decals you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, mm-hmm. I don't. I. I'm curious if it's still going through like rotations though. Oh, definitely. Is is. It, they they love the rotation shop, man. I don't. I, I hate don't it. I hate like everything that. about it. But like for <laughs> esports, just for esports specifically, right? Because mm-hmm. if you want to do that for like the ten thousand or however many <laughs> items there in the game, it kind of makes sense to me. 
Um, like they can probably make it bigger, but it kind of makes sense to me to be like, okay, there's like literally 10,000. Like, yeah. It blows my mind. We don't have like 30 a week, kind of or 30 a day mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like that always mm-hmm. blows my mind. But for esports specifically, it's like, wait, so you're like, you're literally saying like the couple hundred I can't items give money to the org. I want to give it. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't support the org. I want because I have to wait for the date. Like it, that, mm-hmm. that I don't like. So yeah. The, uh, that's the only one thing just to make for people because uh, Jared brought this up to me today he's like oh he's like so do you think my old energy decal is going to change they're not there are two different decals now so it's mm-hmm. the old mm-hmm. energy and the new energy because well, that was the one thing I was curious about to be fair I, I kind of wouldn't want it I mean I like maybe mm-hmm. he wants it to change obviously but there's something about having the OG decal because then you're like I was an OG fan I don't know <laughs> fair it's good okay. like it's it's it, yeah also, you might just like the look of the old one compared to the. It's got some red one. in it, right? Like stuff yeah, like that. Like, yeah, like yeah. I have my red octane with my red. I like my energy. Like by the old energy, yep, decal, yep. it looks super clean, right? Like it looks really. It's nice. just more items to use, more yeah. things to make. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I'm looking at this energy octane decal. It. It's pretty saucy. Is it? I love it. I absolutely adore. <laughs> is it I adore it. <laughs> is it really? You don't like so, it? It's. Uh, re- I think it's okay. I. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. I. It just feels a little like it feels a little too like okay the wheels I think the wheels is where we're getting oh the wheels suck don't like I'm I'm actually with my hand right now covering the wheels and staring at the car and then I picture a white octane there to pop the white energy text it just looks so saucy it literally is just the silver decal man like it it looks Mm -hmm. just like the silver decal uh, from last season two seasons ago last season I think last season okay yeah. Because I think honestly, if you're if you're rocking those wheels, like you are just the fanboy. You are fanboys. a fanboy if you're rocking the wheels. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is exciting. It's good. Uh, I like it. Uh, any any final thoughts, or we can keep going. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, next on uh, next we have. Uh, ooh, it is time uh, for the moment you have may or may not have been waiting for. The preview for the RLCS season nine uh we'll do eu and uh north america and has oceana been announced do we know for like like rcs no not to my knowledge no not to my knowledge no no, because their quals are i can't remember i think it's it's either this Mm. weekend or the weekend after i think are their quals yeah it's crazy um so yeah let's let's take a look at the yeah the quals are in two weeks uh Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I thought I was, uh, you know, I thought I had a link handy and apparently not. So we're doing this old school. <laughs> old, yeah, you can send me a link. We'll see which one gets, if I get on the page faster or will the link pop up faster? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, oh, I think you beat me. Oh, I beat you. Don't you worry. <laughs> Did it with one hand. Look at, look at, look at that uh, APM, you know. Um, <laughs> uh... So here we are. Let's start EU. Um, we have AS Monaco, Dignitas, Endpoint, FC Barcelona, Mouseboys, Reno Vitality, Team Reciprocity, Team Singularity, Team Solo Mid, Veloce Esports. The way we're gonna do it um, is first. I want. I want a top. We're just gonna do real predictions now, eh? not team. next week. <laughs> I, I believe so because it starts. Starts on seventh. We got a week. <gasps> We have a week. Second. Oh, I'm I'm crazy. Sorry, I was, I was talking RLS. Yeah, I'm crazy. Never no, mind. we're good. We're good. This, I don't know. I put my now. for RLS. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Never mind. Uh, so, uh, what we shall do is, oh, I just realized I clicked uh, Wavis's link before I clicked Combo's link. That's hilarious. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, 
so you have to choose a bottom one and a top one for EU, and then, uh, and then kind of we'll explain it a little bit. Explain your choice, okay? So okay. Uh, who wants to go first? Oh man, <laughs> this just for for quals, right? Or for for this regular? This season? is for regular season. This is not the playoffs. We'll okay. do a prediction before playoffs. This is for regular season play. Which team do you think is the most consistent over eight weeks? That means that reciprocity has a chance because it's not LAN. Um, <laughs> but, like, okay, RV's, like, almost certain. But I don't know if, you know, I'm just going to go with RV. I'm basic. <laughs> okay, no, it's, it's a solid choice. We we need one person to be the uh, control group, you know what I mean? So, yeah, good choice. Um, do you have a bottom a bottom team for you? Oh, no. I I can't say Veloce because they've played amazing. <laughs> wow. Even though I really want to to make combo mad. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, I'm, gonna go I'm counting out Veloce, don't worry. I, like, I'm, I'm kind of with you, but I, I can't do it anymore. They proved themselves to me. <laughs> I'm going with Endpoint because I know nothing about them. Uh, and like the players are... You don't know about the discombobulator. No, I'm sorry. I, I missed the discombobulator hype. I really did. <laughs> Um, so those are pretty basic choices, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy. <laughs> is it me? Uh, it is you. Yes. What is your uh, top team? And your I'm gonna team? go. Top team is gonna be RV. They're gonna be gross now. Full French roster. Um, they're mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to absolutely dominate. Uh, and they're going to rip it up. They're going to lose one match the entire season. Oh, uh, that's a hard... Wait, one match or one set? One... Well, a match, it's match in a game, is, is, sorry, is what it says. So, they're like... A, okay. A, like they'll lose multiple games. So, they'll lose one match, so like one set. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Reciprocity will be my call. Um, and then bottom team is Team Singularity. Uh, they do not have the roster at all to stand up to uh, an eight-team RLCS. They have the roster to... Uh, peek in mm-hmm. to a 10 team or LCS. So uh, I, I don't think I, I've never been, I actually like God's Mellow a lot, but I, I just don't think they can hold up. Um, so that'd be my, my EU predictions. So we have two Fair. RV, two people mm-hmm. choosing RV. Mm-hmm. Um, I will agree with combo about the bottom team. I believe team singularity will be, um, will be the team that does not, uh, that, that gets last place uh, and gets insta relegated. That, that just sounds terrible. I love um, it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, and okay, before I choose, before I reveal, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, who's the third player for Mouse Esports? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, to, to my knowledge. Good question. So cough, cough, scrub killer. No. Uh, <laughs> did he? Wait, he got. He, he ended up getting on team, right? Yeah. No, uh, I'm no. second guessing myself. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm second guessing myself. Where is Jeez. Scrub? <laughs> he left RV. Mm-hmm. Is he? Oh, there was room. Well, okay, well, now we definitely have to check it. Yes. Okay. Go, um, go, go. I'm on, I'm on Scrub's profile already. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Uh, he. It, it, that, I don't think it says a team. Yeah, so Mousy Sprout. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Very fair. Uh, yeah, no, he, so, he never signed anywhere. I don't know. So I can't believe I forgot that he wasn't signing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's crazy too, because like they haven't announced like there's four days left and they haven't announced their third player. Yeah. And last week, like seven days ago, was the uh the last day for announcements. 
like for changes and stuff. So. Well, but changes, but you can already have someone signed, right? Yeah. They, so for I still think it's going to be scrub. Like I, I, I well, still if, think it's going to be actually. Him, but if they're free agent, you can sign them at any point, though, right? I, I no. uh, that's where it gets messy for me. I don't really know. So much. okay, so so I'm just thinking like if if they're required to already have submitted it. So they might have submitted it, but told people to not announce it. Essentially, you got, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think he he's either already signed or is like in the process or something like that. But I can't see him not yeah. being put on a team. And it, to me, it would end up being this. So mm-hmm. that sounds about right. <sighs> okay, so as much as I'll very much enjoy watching FC Barcelona with flakes and Messi Sports with possibly a scrub killer, mm-hmm. uh, man, I'm looking at these teams and like. I think you guys are right. I'm gonna. This is the first time in the podcast I'm gonna agree with you. It's RV. I think RV is actually gonna win league play. Wow. Okay. We all just said said RV. We're uh, all I think reciprocity. Nope. No, no, no. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Because <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> we can't change your mind now that you've said agree it with you guys. <laughs> um, but it, it is tough because right, like it. Oh, it's messy for sure. It, yeah. It, it's the first time that if like. We don't like. I know. I know. As soon as the season starts, it's going to get really messy. Um, <laughs> but as soon as, like, just by looking at it from the teams, it's like, well, there's one team that was consistent, and the fact they have another French player, I don't think lessens them as a team. Mm-hmm. So, um, while a lot of the other teams are trying out new, it seems like the other teams feel less consistent for me than possible. But yeah, team reciprocity is definitely the, like if you were if you're choosing number two, that's probably that that team. Yeah, that's right. Um, there are a okay. lot of definite competitors, though. I will say that. Yeah, well, this this is going to happen again. Like, in four weeks, we're going to be looking and be like, wow, what were we thinking, you know? You're right, 100%. RV's going live. Um, uh, <laughs> auto relegate. Okay. <laughs> Should be fair, in four weeks, RV is going to play Endpoint. Uh, then they have Singularity. Uh, then they have Dig. Um and then week four, they have TSM and FCB. So it almost seems like the first three weeks, I'm pretty sure they win on those matchups. With Dig being yeah. the only one that possibly, especially with the recent land, like uh, their series at land, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know um, about Dig on online. Like they might just be a land. That's true too. Right? Well, I'd rather be a land team than an online team, honestly, I, I, as long as you qualify, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. With that, are we good to move to North America? Mm-hmm. If RV loses any games in the first three weeks, there's a there's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just finally getting. Oh, me. okay. So there's a new. I believe there's a new team now. The new org uh, yeah, from yeah, last week. Yep. So Are they? They picked up Afterthought, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, and do, do you know anything about this org? the sonics uh not yeah. not a whole ton uh i think they're i might be wrong but i believe they're mostly a shooter org um i think mm-hmm. they were because I, I believe they have a lot of solo players because i remember when i the the short stint that i watched competitive PUBG, they were on the scene so yeah, they, um they, they, I, I, their twitter scene yes they they are a PUBG org um so uh yeah they're a shooter they have rainbow six PUBG, and uh apex Legends, and now rocket league so mm-hmm. well that's your afterthought team that's pretty cool yeah. um so yeah, uh, same question posed here. Uh, we'll start with maybe combo this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your top team? What is your bottom team? 
in um, the RLCS North America. I'm, I'm curious if we'll all agree again. Um, NRG won't be touched today. Well, uh, I think they could shoot for the first ever uh, 9 and 0 season. Uh, I think it's possible. Okay. Uh, and uh, not even possible. I think it's likely, uh, to say the least. And they will uh, come out swinging. Uh, I expect to see big seasons again. I know we're on just doing top two, but I expect to see big seasons again from new meta teams. Um, so uh, expect them all in the, the upper brackets in that, that area. Um, and then... For me, I think the team that is going to be arguably the worst um, is I'm really stuck between Flight and Ghost for me right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Sonics are going to be disgusting. I think they're going to be a mid-tier team. I think they're going to do super well. Um, so they're not an option for me. Uh, Flight um, is unproved, in my opinion. Seabass um, had a short stint as an RLCS sub, basically. Um, Emery's <laughs> a great player, as we know, and Rapid has also more or less just been RLRS-focused. Uh, but mm-hmm. the issue is that Ghost, I also think, is unproven. So uh, we'll have to see how they do, because the issue is that Ghost plays old meta, but they've picked up new meta players. Um, so we're going to see hmm. what that may look like now, especially since, to my knowledge, they don't have an announced coach. Um I'm clicking their page to see. It uh, doesn't look like it. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's where I'm kind of leaning. With uh, First Killer previously, I would have been curious. Uh, but now I guess we'll have to see uh, what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lean in that long stint. I'm going to put Flight as the bottom team who gets auto-relegated. So. Fair. Uh-huh. Uh, Wabbits, do you concur with uh, Combo? I do on the NRG just because they, you know, the, you have to. Um, Undefeated season, yes or no? Uh, I th- honestly think yes. I'm I'm gonna go with yes. I don't see a team that could really um upset them too heavily here, unless like some crazy things happen with meta that we just don't understand are happening now. Um, because I ha- think I have to agree with you or uh, disagree with you on thinking that the new meta teams are gonna do really well. Um, just because the new meta might have started to break down. Uh, at the end of the last RLCS finals. Um, and if the like all the teams could figure that out, then the new meta either has to evolve or it's going to die. And I don't know what's going to happen. So I was looking at United as a low, just because they're very focused on the on the new meta and that's like how they got it and how, how they do well. Um, but I, I, I feel like the they'll probably end up being like a, a mid-range um, at worst, I think. Like low mid-range at worst. Um, I thought about Rogue, but with First Killer, like I, I want them to do well just because I want to, want to see what's going to happen there. The First Killer versus Scrub, I want, I want it. Um, uh, I don't want to say Flight because I like Flight. <laughs> what about like, Flight? Do you like? I like the players. Like I, I know know enough of them that's like I want to cheer for them. My but only also, like big note, also why I'd be super down, is like I also don't mind Seabass, um, but uh, Rapid. I don't know if you guys saw after I can't remember what week it was, but after RLCS when Rapid had like a sing along on his stream. I don't know if any of you guys were there for that, um, <laughs> but Rocket League like hosted him after one of the streams, so he had he had like fifty thousand people watching his stream, um, <laughs> and he's like, hold on, hold on, he's like, someone dared me to do this, and he started singing. Um, what is it? Not I was gonna say let it be. What's the frozen song everybody sings? Um, let it go. Is it let it go? Is that what it is? Cool. Yep. Um, he sang that in his in, like incredibly low voice um, that he has. He, <laughs> he just sang that and everything, and it was incredible. And I loved it because he was just vibing. He's like, oh my god. He's like, I need to make this YouTube series. He's like, we'll do like carpool karaoke, but in like Rocket League. So like we'll one v one while we like karaoke songs. And I'm like, that's actually a phenomenal idea. I, like, I would watch that for sure. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Watching like Lethemir and Rapids sing like musicals, like that'd be so funny. Um, or then you get like Squishy in there singing. Like imagine that. 
Um, yep. But uh, yeah, so I will agree with you there. I thought I've rapid, I've slowly become a bigger fan of rapid over time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just a big fan of, I think everybody on the team, I don't know uh, too much about memory, but Seabass and rapid, I, I really like the two of them. So I'm going to go with ghost just because I, I want flight to do well. Okay. Uh, so for my bottom team, I, Mm, this is tough. This is actually really tough. I'm going to go a little bit on a limb here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say that United is going to be the bottom team. You're doing it? I'm doing it. I'm doing United it. Just, is dead. <laughs> just because just I feel like there, I look at this and there's there's four, maybe three teams that pop out to me as like possible um teams that that will be the bottom tier and th- that was one of them so i'm gonna go with that one is cloud Just energy two in that in that uh, bottom four for you uh, no comment wow uh, <laughs> okay i predict G- c9 bottom four i predict g2 uh somewhere in the three to six range okay that's interesting i feel like c9 if it's gonna rely on like whether or not new meta is still alive if Numet is still alive, I think G2 does worse than Cloud9. Personally. Okay. It, it's, I, I think Cloud9 um, might have had enough chance to like practice and get themselves back into the game because that was definitely an off-season on top of just a really bad season uh, for their for their play style. But with G2, like they would have to switch so much about how it how they play, and they had no no uh, shifts in the team. So I think they yeah, would yeah. probably have a worse go at it um, if new meta is both alive and stronger than ever. Gotcha. Um, so I guess the only thing left to ask is, do I agree with you? And do we do a clean sleep of all our pick, all our topics? Do I say NRG wins the regular season? That's a good question. And they, <laughs> that is a good question uh and the answer is no okay uh-huh. all right and uh cloud nine is gonna win <laughs> the season all right and that's l- wait for it wait for everyone. it wait for it wait for it and i know i'm going on a limb i'm not going on a limb all right oh. last time i said pk you guys thought i was crazy they got second so <laughs> listen 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 to my theory and then here, how did okay? they do it like Oof. They didn't do that bad. Yeah, middle of the pack is bad for me. Like, they did a great. Like, they, from what they came from their season in DreamHack, I thought that was the worst they've played in any. Uh, they are the sixth so place team in the world. We're back. <laughs> we are back. We are back. We're back. Um, I won't swear this time. Uh, so, <laughs> I thought you rage quit once we disagreed with you. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, I believe we're going to keep this in. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, the last time, last time we did this thing, but we were still recording, so it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> So, Cloud9. And now the conspiracy theory is, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, NRG, listen, you guys you guys might be thinking, oh, they're going to clean sweep. It's like, no. They just won the one thing that Justin, all right? Um, and, oh my goodness, I'm going to hate myself. Garrett? Garrett, jeez. Hello? Memory? Uh, am I going senile? Um, so, C9? <laughs> C9. I'm going senile 9. Um <laughs> Uh, I knew Flash would appreciate that. I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, Gary and Justin, they just won a world championship. 
they have no more goals. All right, that's what happened to Cloud Nine in season six. All right, uh-huh. and then look what uh-huh. happened to them. Look where they are now because of it. Okay, <laughs> all the way in the ground. Okay, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Cloud Nine. All right, we saw it a little bit, a little bit. All right, in that promotion tournament of Cloud Nine being all right. You know what? It's time, boys. It's time we start trying again. Okay, and now mm-hmm. I believe they're fire. All right, they watched that really, really hype RLCS season eight land finals, and they went, "Man, I wish we were there." Okay, we got we got to refocus. All right, and they're going to be energized. Sure Cushy's cam of watching it, and they're going to be know, ready. Are you remembering his reaction? I, I, have, I haven't. Actually Did you see watched. it? No, no. Oh, it's so funny. Justin goes like when the front for the aerial to score it, and, and all Squishy just straight faces everybody. He's like, "Oh, that's in." <laughs> nice is like that's his whole reaction that's all right it. <laughs> it's like kill me because the I, someone made a compilation of all the pros like who were doing watch parties and like you get rizzo jumping around and throwing his chair and stuff like that you get all these other pros who are losing their mind and literally squishy's verbatim it's like he's silent for like five seconds the pass goes he's like oh that's it nice nice <laughs> and that's it that's the whole reaction <laughs> lovely um i love him so much so so yeah so essentially they're gonna be energized motivated and they have something to prove now and uh energy has nothing left to prove and they're gonna rest on their laurels and they're not gonna go first place they're gonna get second that is it that's my theory okay i like that i thought i'm going defeated i'm gonna ask this question for everybody uh (laughs) (laughs) cloud and i lose one game to nrg making it very ambiguous but they still win first place so they win this so they they have an undefeated season is what you're saying no no no. they they lose they lose their game to NRG, but then oh, beat the match, every yeah, other okay, team. Yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. But still, so a, still beat NRG in standings. Season. All right. So cool. who does NRG lose to? They have to lose to two teams. No, they then. lose to PK. That's easy. No, they what are we talking about? Because then they lose the head-to-head and potentially goal uh, game. Oh, value. you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I see. <laughs> PK. I can see that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay NRG is beatable. Is all I'm saying. Okay. And they're probably. I agree completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have any dynasties so far in uh, right now, which is really nice. Cough, turbo cough. Listen, um. it's it's always been NRG North America, okay? But but I feel after they became World Championships, this is the time where they're going to decline. That's that's the theory. Um, Wait, do you think they're going to go back to the number two curse, or are they good? You know, if if I'm NRG, I much rather just do like an abysmal se- season and get like seventh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you're still then in our LCS, then get yep. like start getting second again because that would just be horrible. <laughs> I think I agree with that. Um, okay, that that's my final thoughts. Do you, do either of you have final thoughts on that? No, I'm no, excited good. to get back into watching RLCS. I'm excited. Sad. Week one's yeah. coming up. Uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Wabbits will be oh, the yeah. host again next week. Um, <laughs> we taking the reins back. Taking the reins <laughs> back. Um, last final final things to say to close out the show. Um, I know I've like kind of mention it but but i'll finally mention it so i do have the age of empires podcast finally out um mm-hmm. so that's a thing i'll link it i don't know if you guys like age of empires go 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 give it a listen uh and then the second what skill level do you need to be to listen to it oh literally i'm playing through the campaigns and reviewing them so oh that's pretty cool and if you like uh history i will give it a listen then uh if you like history the second part so i'm doing like a first part it's like the camp i, I play a campaign and review it and then the second part i do like a dive into the history behind the campaign that's kind of mm-hmm. the format so if you like history I'm very into that. that's a literally the exact kind of podcast i would listen to so uh yeah if you enjoy it it's good i i will warn you uh the first episode i did release i think it gets really good at about minute four um but 
I had to like you know you know when sometimes you do a solo show like you can be like too low energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. I had to mm-hmm. I had to hype myself up, but I think because of it, the first four minutes is just a whirlwind of me talking like at full speed. Um, yep. But then I <laughs> then welcome it, to Give Empires and I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm <Bajor Osta. laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just way We're too. We're gonna fun. have a wild time today. <laughs> but I will say, after the first four minutes, it kind of comps down in a very much. Uh, cool. I've enjoyed. I listened back to it and enjoyed it. So I I'm enjoy listening myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Uh, the second thing is, I believe we are gonna set up a uh, because. Um, uh, RLCS is coming up. We are going to set up a pool. A, what's it called? Fantasy, Fantasy League. Fantasy. So, uh, I, Wabbits are called. I don't know which one of you want to take the reins on that one. I was uh, set, I'm probably going to set it up today. So Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Combo will set it up today, so that'll be up as well for you. Um, and hopefully enjoy that. Uh, without any further ado, um, it's been a good show. I think, I think we went through some pretty interesting topics. Um, I always love the longer discussions, uh, especially the ones we had at the beginning of the show. Um, mm-hmm. so I very much, you know, if I can get a good discussion in, I can, and you know, I made Nick Tackler happy, so I, I guess that's good. Uh, <laughs> with that, um, uh, I'm your host Flash signing off with, uh, Wabbits. Bye. And, and Combo. Wabbits. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>